Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Oh. It's me, it's me, and the place to be. Not a rapper. Um, this is Tony Burns with another episode of As the Sports World Burns, bringing you opinions on sports and other subjects. Using old school wisdom with the new school perspective. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, it's been a busy week. These last couple of weeks in Union County, Arkansas. Um, obviously, we're smack dab in the middle of football season, high school football season. We also just finished, um, last week was girls' state golf tournament. This week is boys' state golf tournament. Next week, our boys and girls tennis state tournament. Um, yeah, it's kind of busy. All all obviously have volleyball and football and cross country going on at the same time. So no rest for the weary as far as high school sports are concerned. Uh, I we uh, said last week, El Dorado's girls won their second straight state golf championship. Uh, this week, El Dorado's boys are going for the repeat. They finished third. Third in the 5A state championship, uh, Hot Springs Lakeside won it. Uh, the Rose boys were pretty disappointed. Uh, I guess that says something. Um, when you can finish third in the state and be disappointed in that, uh, that's actually, uh, they'll look back on this one day and they'll be pretty happy with their careers. Uh, finishing third in the state is uh, um, quite the accomplishment, actually. Um, um, not done with golf yet. We had three uh, people qualify for the overall golf tournament, which is the best golfers in the state. We'll get together and compete. Uh, we have uh, from the boys, Elvis boys, John Brooks Ely, who finished second in the 5A state tournament. He will compete in the boys overall. We have two girls, two young ladies. Uh, Elvis is Aubrey Marks. And Parker's Chapel's Bella Frisbee all qualified for the girls overall. That will be held next week at Pleasant Valley in Little Rock. So good luck to them. Uh, we have uh, Parker's Chapel's girls will be going for a repeat in the 2A state tennis tournament next week. Uh, yeah, I believe they qualified their whole team. Parker's Chapel's boys also qualified its whole team for the 2A state tournament. Um, be interesting to see what happens there. Maybe the boys, maybe Park Shell's boys could be getting the ring too. Um, Smackovers girls uh, qualified several for the 3A state tournament, which will be held next week also. So good luck to all of the tennis players. Uh, Edward's football team beat Pine Bluff by a score of 70. 38 for those who weren't there. You're not sure you heard me right. Yes, it was 70 to 38. The most points in the football team has scored since 1935. So, uh, um, leave it alone. I won't talk too much about that one. Uh, Wildcats, uh, the offense, I spoke on Elbert's offense before. It's incredible. They Quarterback Sherman Rescher threw for over 400 yards. They had two receivers go for over 200. I'm sorry, for over 100 yards. 
Cameron Bibby uh, set a school record with 203 yards receiving. Uh, they're just ridiculous. Uh, the football team will go to Sheridan this week. Um, yeah, um, offensively, that, it's just a juggernaut. Uh, Pablo ran for a bunch of yards on the Lord's defense, so that's the only concern. Seems like it run the ball, but uh, it's the year of the cat. The year of the Razorback uh, got a little rocky last week. Uh, the devil went down to Georgia. And he had a soul, and they stole it. Um, Georgia looked every bit the number two team in the country and maybe the number one team in the country. That defense was ridiculous. They beat Arkansas 37 nothing, And it wasn't that close. Arkansas could not do diddly poo against Georgia's defense. And believe it or not, that's not a slack against, slack against Arkansas. Nobody is going to do much against Georgia. Um, believe it or not, this week's game against Ole Miss is way more important for Arkansas than Georgia. Uh, Arkansas is just not ready to compete against Georgia and Alabama. Ole Miss, however, is their natural rival. This is the team they need to. They're trying to climb above in the SEC. This is the team they're competing with for recruits. Uh, I mean, they're not going to lure many, many recruits away from Alabama or Georgia. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, that's another story. And Arkansas, this is a big game for Arkansas. Um, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, Ole Miss is actually a six-point favorite. Um, I guess I'm not surprised. Ole Miss has a high-powered offense. Arkansas won the game last year, but uh, Ole Miss gifted Arkansas Six, I believe, interceptions. Don't look for that to happen again. Uh, the quarterback, uh, Matt Corral and Ole Miss, the Rebel, is uh, much better, and he had a terrible game last year. He's not going to do it again. Uh, Ole Miss is better. The Razorbacks are better. According to ESPN Football Power Index, Ole Miss. Has a 66.7% chance of winning the game. Arkansas 33.3. I said I'm, I'm surprised at that a little bit. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, who cares? It's going to be decided on the football field. Big game for the Razorbacks. Um, also a big game just to see how they uh, re- rebound, how they recover from an embarrassing loss. Uh, Ole Miss is in the exact same boat. Ole Miss got drugged last week by Alabama. So you got two teams that are rubbing their behinds after a good butt kicking last week. They could get together, and one of them is going to be in a uh, feeling a whole lot better, and the other one, the, and another team is going to be in the middle of a two game losing streak. Uh, so it's a huge game. It's a huge game. Uh, 11 o'clock in the morning, another 11 a.m. start for the Hogs. It didn't work so well last week, so hopefully the time had nothing to do with Arkansas's performance. Um, but, again, ESPN decided to the Hogs on 11 o'clock in the morning. It's a, it's a prime slot for football, so Hogs are still getting the respect uh, to get national attention. Let's hope they look a lot better 
under the spotlight this week than he did last week. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our list, top five list. Last time I did a uh, top five list on professional wrestling tag team. Yeah, and I got quite a bit of response from it. And so uh, if you respond to something I talk about, I will keep talking about it. So this week, the stick with wrestling, professional wrestling. Uh, top five female wrestlers. And this is my list. This is the As the Sports World Burns list. It will not be like any other list. I doubt anybody will agree with this list. This is my list. Uh, I'll tell you right off the bat, Trish Stratus is on this list. Uh, she's one of the most popular female wrestlers ever. And she was good. She's some of the best feuds in the history of, of women's wrestling. Um, I, I just have a thing. I was, she was never one of my favorites. Uh, probably because she couldn't do home. She she needed help from her opponent to execute her finishing moves. She had a move called the Stratus Faction. Where she's supposed to jump up to the top rope while she has her opponent in a headlock. Push out the job, top rope with her feet. And then turn in the air and do a bulldog. Uh, I think it's called a bulldog uh, move. Call it the right thing, but the bulldog move on her opponent and it caused satisfaction. She could not jump up to the top rope because her opponent had to pick her up and put her feet on the top rope. Drove me nuts. I hated that. So, uh, yeah, she's disqualified for this. Uh, some of these, if you're not a real wrestling fan, you're not going to know some of these names I'm going to give you. I'm not as familiar with the wrestling in Japan. I know women's wrestling wrestling in Japan is huge. And most of the best women today are from Japan. Uh, I'm not as familiar with them, so um, I can't really comment on that. But here are the five I can't comment on. Here are my five favorites. Uh, number five, uh, Daphne. She was in WCW. She just recently passed away a couple weeks ago. Very young, but she committed suicide. Uh, she's very sad. Uh, but she was one of the one of my favorite wrestling characters ever. She was the original crazy lady. Uh, just and she, I mean, it's I saw I saw her a couple of times out of character. She and it just seemed like she was a totally different person because she was so nice, very well spoken, very intelligent. Complete opposite of her character. Her character was nuts, and uh, and she did all these stuff. She injured her back uh, going through a table. She got power driven. Not power driven. She had body slammed through a bed of tacks, or, and just she's insane. But she's one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, favorite characters. She's more than a wrestler. She's one of my favorite characters. Uh, rest in peace, Death. Her favorite name was Shannon Spruill. Uh, she's number five. Number four, I spoke about the Japanese wrestlers. This is one of the few that I actually know and have followed through her lately. Is Asuka. She's in WWE currently. Uh, if you watch her WWE on Raw and SmackDown, you're not getting the full version of Asuka. I watched her in NXT. She was incredible. So good that uh, you two some of her matches in Japan and, and holy cow, she's ridiculous. Uh, I I don't even. She's one of the most, one of the best 
actual in-ring workers for women I've ever seen. She can do she has about a hundred moves. She can wrestle ten matches in a row and not do the same move twice. And you can be, you can be amazed. So Oscar, I believe her name in Japan was Kana. Uh, but she's number four. Number three is a name most people are not going to know. She's more of an independent wrestler. She wrestled in uh, Shimmer, some small organization. Her name is Daisy Hayes. Smallish type wrestler. She's uh, uh, a baby face. But she also had a run as a heel. She was good at both. Uh, smallish. She had some great matches against bigger women. She had some great matches with Austin Kong. She's kind of a high flyer, really tough. That's one thing about these these women I'm going to talk about. They they actually they're actually tough. They're not bikini models. They're not you know they, you know these are tough athletes who are wrestlers. So Daisy Hayes, number three, number two, another independent uh, was cheerleader Melissa. She was in TNA Impact. Uh, she had, she had a few different characters. She was uh, Awesome Kong's uh, sidekick as a, uh, oh, shoot, what was her name? She wore uh, Raisha Saeed. I believe she had a mask on. You never saw her face. She had another character she called Alyssa Flash. Uh, she, just, she had a bunch of moves and Samoa Joki. She had a, a muscle buster move. She truly the bus was big and strong. Agile. Her, uh, as a character, I did not see a whole lot of her personality. She did not talk a lot on the shows that I saw. But uh, she was something else. Love to I'm not sure she's still wrestling. Or not. She was also in uh, Lucha Underground. She's been around. I don't think she ever appeared in WWE. So she never got a chance to kill off her character. And number one. For those of you who actually know who I am, you'll guess it's Lita. The lovely Lita, the best wrestler, female wrestler of all, of all the times. Um, honestly, in the ring, she was not the best. On the mic, she was not the best, but she was innovative. She was the first female who got a reaction just with her in-ring work. Fans weren't cheering for her to take her clothes off. They weren't cheering for body parts. They were cheering her name, Lita, 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 Lita. She was the first. She was one of the first to ever get in there and, and interact with the guys. She took every male wrestler's finisher she was on the roster. I mean, and they didn't hold back on her. I mean, and they, she took the gore from Rhino, the spear from Edge. She took Kurt Angle's Olympic Slam. She took uh, Eddie Guerrero's... Uh, uh, Frog Splash, took uh, Triple H's pedigree. Stone Cold Steve Austin stunned her about 50 times and beat her over the steel chair. Our leader was incredible. Um, and the thing, I, the thing that sets it leader apart uh, was she was a baby face. She got the loudest cheers with the baby face. And when she turned heel at the end, she was the most hated heel. She may be the only wrestler who could be described as the most hated and the most loved at various points of her career. So that's it. That's the list.
Uh, I'm interested in your comments, suggestions, disagreements. No, it's just disagreements. But uh, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I uh, appreciate your feedback. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, please subscribe. I think it's a little bell. You have to subscribe. And it'll let you know whenever a new video pops up. Uh, I also have a website called As the Sports Will Burn. Uh, check it out. Uh, I have a uh, Facebook page. Uh, what's the title? It's titled As the Sports Will Burn also. Uh, check in on those. And they'll, they'll also show you some. Uh, I have another podcast dropping. And I'm going to put some, other, some, uh, some new things on there also. I'm going to start doing some videos. Uh, nothing fancy yet. Hopefully we'll get a little more stuff going on. But uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Y'all have a good day. As you are.